Hello, it's Rafaela here from ThreadUp. I continue to support the creative community through this crisis with all sessions now on video and phone calls. For details, please check threadup.co.uk. You can also find details of free check-ins I offer on my Twitter at threadup underscore and on Instagram and Facebook at threadup. Please share this. Somebody out there might need it. Stay safe and let's get through it together. Welcome to Psychomedy Daily Dose, the 77th and last of this spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of shutdown of the live comedy circuit. Before we go back to our weekly Friday episodes from next week, I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology. In all those times during lockdown, I talked with a different, brilliant comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some coping mechanisms and offers of free check-ins from our brilliant counselling professional partners at threadup.co.uk. Thanks so much for all your support during lockdown. I know we've helped many through this period. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Nathan Cassidy. And for as little as £5 a month, you get access to all the excellent bonus video and audio content. So we started these spin-off shows back on March the 20th, where we finish right now. Enjoy the show. Joining me today for the final Psychomedy Daily Dose, it's Patrick Monaghan. Patrick, hello. hello. Yes, hello. how are you, Nathan? How are you doing? You good? I'm good. I'm pretty good. I'm, yes. I love it. You look so professional. You've got proper headphones on and everything. And I, <laughs> not, I can't put headphones on because I've got lockdown hair. <laughs> and I just shave bits here to try and... I've noticed. I've, I can see that. It's not bad. It's not a bad effort. I've seen worse. Have you cut your own hair? You've cut yours. I've cut my own hair. And I think I said this on the podcast like about a couple of weeks ago. It's like, I, I'm very good at cutting my own hair. Yeah, my, hair my hairdressers called me the other day and said, do you want to come in? I was like, I think I've got this. I think I've got this. I think I can do it. It's easy. I thought they were going to call you in to, to work in the shop. They were going to say, do you want to come in and do some cuts for us? Look at that. That is pretty good. You've Blended. I got the fade. I cut someone else's hair. I did a perfect fade on one side, then the other side was shit. But yeah, you know what I mean. What, what do you think? Are you sort of like do you do you look in the mirror or do you just do it commando? You just sort of go. I in the mirror. I mean, I'm always looking in the mirror anyway. So it's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that. That's it. It's beautiful, but uh, yeah, right. So yes, you were the first. Guest on Psychomedy Daily Day, so I thought we've got to complete this perfect, beautiful circle and have you on again. So we talked last on the twentieth of March, would you believe? Oh getting God. on for four months now. I listened back to that conversation this morning, and it's like a, it's like a horrific museum piece. Oh, wow! <laughs> full of optimism. Yeah. Full of. We were talking about it's going to be about six weeks or maybe twelve <laughs> weeks. It's been fifteen oh. weeks already. Wow, I felt like it's been about four years already. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. and it, it's not even, and the end isn't even in sight. You know, still not even. Not it for isn't. Us. No, it's in the. It's in sight for everyone apart from, apart from comedians. It's in. It's in sight for people that want to go to pubs. But um, yeah. So, how have you been? What have you? What have, What have you missed over the so, last fifteen weeks? Do you know what? It is weird because at first. And I think that was uh, that was the thing that helped was that you didn't know what was actually going to happen. If, if, <laughs> yeah. at first, if at first, could you imagine when we were first chatting, if you had said, look, you, um, 2020 is a write-off, we'd have all yeah. been panicking. We'd be like, are you joking? I mean, it's literally, it's March. It wasn't, you know, spring hadn't even properly started. Yeah. And then 
I think because it, it went so quick, the first couple of weeks, it was like, you know, everyone was just quite, it was getting your head around, oh yeah, this is quite exciting, what's happening now? <laughs> and, then, and then it sort of went, then the next month was that period between Christmas and New Year, you know, where nobody knows, oh, it's just bank holidays, we'll just, every day's off, you know, you can park anywhere you want, there's no traffic <laughs> points, there's no one out there. And then I think, I'll be honest, I think the last, the last, yeah, the last couple of weeks, I think the last month has been mental where, <laughs> I was seeing it where, you know, um, I was seeing these like, stories and reading about it where people were going, are you having vivid dreams? Are you doing this? And I think everyone was having that, you know, where they're having these really weird dreams. Yeah. Because we're like, because you've got so, your, your body is not only just reset, but your whole, everything's gone, the whole world's reset. And you've gone, okay, what is happening now? It's like we're in a cocoon or something, an incubator. <laughs> so I think, I think the worrying thing now is that, like you just said that everything's gone back to normal even the pubs you know this weekend mm. but it's almost like we're the last the last people who've just been left and everyone's gone it doesn't matter you know we'll come back to you in about a year or two you guys just, <laughs> you just yeah. carry on sitting at home you're like what yeah i don't quite understand why we're allowed on planes and we're not allowed in yeah. comedy clubs the whole thing doesn't make sense but yeah as you say it's like let's forget about comedy now like what how what about me now nah, let's forget about that we don't need that do we you know it's just like and that is it's so funny because it was almost like it just shows how not deluded or selfish we are but it just shows how we took it so blase that you thought yeah you know it's like comedy is like part of life for everyone you know like how mm. dull would everyone's week be if it was just work if it was just shopping if it was just bills uh, but you need comedy laughter you need this sort of thing and actually it, the government and everyone's got no no it's all right we just let's just get on let's just get primark open let's go <laughs> out getting everyone back into like you know buying pots and pans from robert's eyes <laughs> and then so we, i think with comedy i mean it's ridiculous it's like you said on planes our yeah. our people they're talking about, you know, the resorts, people are flying now, the planes are going. And mm. on a plane, you're sharing that same air. I saw someone the other day say, well, why don't we set up a comedy club where everyone gathers in the pub like they're allowed to now, but then two comedians yeah. just sit at a table talking more loudly than everyone else. Everyone else isn't allowed to talk. That's allowed. That would be allowed, That's strangely. And there could be a mic. There could be a mic in the middle of the table. Um, so we're, That's <laughs> we could do that. Could you we could imagine that? <laughs> that would be the weirdest thing ever. I mean, it would work. Yeah, but I think just do it outside. Why don't we just do, you know... I'm doing it. I'm doing it next week. I'm doing I'm doing the Buxton Fringe. I'm playing to five oh. people on the Buxton Fringe um, next, so next where, Sunday. What, what venue? You'll have, you say five, there'll be about 5,000 people. <laughs> no, six is the max. That's what I mean. Uh, six six is the max. I'm playing to five people. What venue have you got? Well, I'm just starting outside the venue I always uh, you uh, always go to, which is the uh, old clubhouse. And uh, but we're just outside there, so we're in the little park outside, and we'll go on a little bit of a walk. And, and, you, uh, and you're only allowed six. But is that it? You're only allowed five people, six including you. Well, that's it. The government rules are that we can only gather in groups of six, but we can gather oh, in groups of three hundred inside a pub now. But outside in groups of six, the whole thing makes no sense. Anyway, anyway. So, but you say the last couple of weeks has been, um, what, a bit, it's just been going on too long, isn't it? Because obviously we're used to with you being so positive and yeah. optimistic because the last two weeks been like, when am I going to get back to work? And, you know. Yeah, I think, I think it's always, you know, I've still, you've still, obviously you're not going to 
change who you are. You still have that optimism. But I always see, you know, it's like anything in life, you know, if so, suddenly someone smashes something, I don't always go, oh, wow, that's great. I always think, oh, no. And <laughs> I, I think, oh, yeah. But then I think, do you know what? You know what? It's at its time. We've had great value. We've done that. We've had it. And I always look at the positive. And I think with this, yeah, I've looked at the positive. I thought, do you know what? We all needed that reset. We all needed that one or two months off. We all need that time off. But the only thing now is that I think, do you know what? I think, yeah, but we still do need a date. You still, even if they turned around, because we've had this, you know, when we first chatted or even in the last couple of months, it's always been, yeah, it'll probably be July. Oh no, it'll probably be August. It'll probably be <laughs> September. But you can't, and then now they're going, oh, it might be November, it might be December, it might be January, it might be, but don't say might be now. It just needs to be, okay, listen, what we're going to do is, it's, we definitely won't do this, but let's do it from then. So you need yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, I think yeah. that's so it has to be. I think that's the that's the thing that they've not we've not had that yet, and I think that's that's the one thing that is you know making everything mad. <laughs> Someone's trying to burgle your house, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you positive about that as well? So I'm trying to get through the window. I'm chatting to you there like that. I'm chatting to you going, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. And then, yeah, they're just yeah, just taking. <laughs> Let them have stuff. But you're yeah. right. Someone very close to me pointed out a nice difference between positivity and optimism because as yeah. you say we can't always be positive in these situations we're right to be negative yeah. i mean stand-ups now we've got no money yeah work might not come back until december but we have we still have the yeah it's within our gift still to be optimistic yeah. and that's what we need to cling on to things like optimism and gratitude is what gets us through these times yeah. isn't it i mean you hit it on the head like you know without having the money without the gigs and stuff. And I think that's, the, I always look at the positive, even though that's so negative, thinking, Jesus Christ, you know, everyone else is working. But then I think, at least we're not spending the money. I mean, God, do you remember like, we doing <laughs> the, the hemorrhaging on me. I spent like, during this lockdown, I spent like 19 pound over three months <laughs> on petrol. you think, you know, <laughs> that's not too bad. You know, yeah. you would have lived that. Oops. Yeah, that's, that's the big lesson I've learned. Uh, you don't have to spend any money. Yeah, one sec, well, the, John? Oh, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> he's was, that the, the, was that the builder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the drainage. I'll bring him in a bit. <laughs> I'll, uh, this is a beautiful final episode. It's like we've all, it's like, it's like the end of school, isn't it? It's like, we can't be bothered anymore. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's so surreal now because everything, Nothing makes sense anymore. You know, I'm doing this now, I'm doing this now, I'm doing this. Whereas now it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Nobody, <laughs> nobody in life is doing anything proper. <laughs> what are the builders doing? Are they just bricking up the windows and you're just forgetting about life now? You know, it's just. Uh... <laughs> I think everything has decided to break because everything's going, well, do you know what? If you're not working, neither is the house. So you're just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So have you been having any fun with the family? You know, we talked about, you know, your. Is Lily good? Is your dog good? Is, tell, you what we, tell you what we haven't talked about. Your father-in-law of sorts, the brilliant yeah. comedian, Norman Lovett. Um, Holly oh, from Red Dwarf. Have you, have you been having fun with Holly from Red Dwarf? Oh, it's so funny because he only lives up the road. Like one of the reasons why we moved to sort of area was because mm. all the family around here, mum, dad, everyone, like, and he's literally around the corner. And, um, and during lockdown, he was on, you know, they did that Red Dwarf movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was on that. So it's quite surreal when you see, because uh, it's just, to us, it's just norms. Or norm yeah, I yeah. call him like Normsky or Normsy. He hates it. <laughs> Normsky. He goes, 
you can just call me Norman or, or Normsy or like, <laughs> you know, but I always like give nicknames and stuff. But yeah, it was, I think, I think the thing that's helped through lockdown is seeing friends and family and people, not just in your house. I mean, it's great me and Lily, we've got our space and we've got the dog, he's brilliant. And I think that's the important thing. I mean, it's, it's horrific when I was, I mean, for someone like me who's always so positive, I always, I, I'm always happy about me in our life, but I, when I read things about people and who are being trapped on their own or they left a place, that's when I think, oh my goodness, you know, I feel mm -hmm. sorry for them people. Yeah, so yeah. I, I do think, and again, that's just my optimism. You, you always think, God, we are so lucky, you know. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to, if, if Norman does any podcast, we'll have to get him on this uh, at some point. I'd love to, uh, I'd love to have him on. But um, yeah, nice. He's, he's amazing. And uh, legendary comedian as well as Holly from Red Dwarf. Yeah. So uh, we talked uh, three or four months ago about what you were planning to do for these three, four months. Here's a few of the things you mentioned. Have you done any of them? You wanted to educate yourself. You wanted to learn some languages, maybe Spanish and Arabic. Have you done any of these things, Pat? Wow, that is brilliant. <laughs> I was even thinking about that this morning, about the Spanish. The, the, uh, the Arabic, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Montez, uh, yeah, Hala. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's been good. I think it is harder than I thought. I, I thought, oh, yeah, I'd bang through it. And then um, I think the Spanish, I'll do that later. I mean, it's just like, oh, I mean, I haven't got enough time when people go, you know, you've got all these days off, but you don't. It's just like, I've actually got more work to do now than I did have <laughs> when I was really before lockdown. You know what I mean? When I was, when I was driving on 200 miles on the M1, yeah. I, had more, I, was, I had more time somehow. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, oh my God, it's nearly, it's nearly six o'clock, seven o'clock. Where did the bloody day go? Yeah, so yeah. it is. I see you've been doing lots of online stuff. Is this the kind of work you've been yeah. doing? You know, I see you've been putting out, you know, like gigging every Saturday. Is that right? Live Facebook gigs yeah. and every every Saturday night I do a live show. So it's just it's just like as if I'm doing my stand-up show, but obviously it's mixture with a bit of topical things about what's happening and then routines. And and you'd be surprised how much material there is out there. You know, topical each week, what's been going on. Yeah, and then also do it still in the style of like I'm doing a comedy show obviously I can't hear them but I can see them react they'll be like writing messages so it's like when I go anyway uh, this thing happened this week I was thinking about doing this and I remember doing this in the past have you done this and then people start writing up going yeah I remember doing this I had this thing and they'll write little things so it's quite good it's like you'll be doing your stuff and then in the middle of it it's like someone heckling but in a positive way and they'll be saying this and you can incorporate them and then each week I've been doing like zoom gigs and yeah. loads of other things you know, like things that are happening like that. So it, it is good in that way, but the only thing you do miss, it's going to be so surreal stepping back on stage. Yeah. And then also I've been doing some, uh, this is the thing with the education. I've been doing these um, reading, but like, you know, just getting, you know, a bit more into it more than, whereas when I do my normal stand-up, I sort of not really, uh, you know, I never really get deep under the layer. I sort of like just do relatable. It's quite easy stuff, you know, and, and, you know, I don't want it too complicated. And I'll say, oh, did you see this or this or I did this? And then everyone can relate to it because you know they've had a drink or whatever. Mm. Whereas now with some of these things I'm doing online where I would never have done it before, I'm, I'm sort of getting a bit deeper and I'll talk about, like things now I'm doing things about, talking about labelling, about society, about racism, about, about how we handle certain things. Whereas in a comedy club, you wouldn't really 
do that because people will start, you know, it mm. might create attention. But do you think that'll change in any respect, though? You know, I know it's difficult in clubs to talk about this, but the nature of what you've been talking about, I've seen a few of the things you've been talking about, like, yeah, as you say, the racism and the the Black Lives Matter and the White Lives Matter banner from the back of that stupid yeah. plane and stuff. Do you think, uh, I mean, obviously it won't be topical in a couple of months, but do you think you'll go in a little bit no. deeper when you come back to the clubs or, or not? Um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it depends because, yeah, it, it also depends what the people are like when we all come out of lockdown because I think the thing is you've got to remember everyone else has been in a similar situation where they've been locked home, but you've also got to remember a different people. I, I, I read a classic thing yesterday or heard a thing where they said that, you know, we all assume that we're all doing, um, we all assume we're all going through the same experiences, but actually we're not because we all see things in a different way. And that is so true because, you know, we're, we all think, yeah, we're all sat at home. We all think we're just eating snacks and we're doing this, but actually, like what you're doing now, it's about mental health. Some people, like for me, yeah, it's great. I'm quite positive and stuff like that. But other people, this could be like prison to them. It could be like jail. So I think the problem is when we go back out to comedy clubs, I don't want to, you know, I want to make sure my job, our, our job is to entertain. I want I want people to laugh. I don't want them to, to come and then think, oh God, they're lecturing them or <laughs> shouting at you know. So, but I still do want to, I think these things, I want to push myself. And I think it's brilliant. This is, a perfect time to actually the internet is a perfect time to, to experiment to put stuff out there because that is a place where actually people can decide whether oh yeah we like this or we don't like this you know whereas in a when I'm doing a tour show or if we're doing a comedy club people have spent you know 10 15 pounds the money they've been working all week they want to have a drink and they want to have a laugh yeah. if you can get your points you've got to have a laugh first if you can get some points in there that's great but let's have a laugh that's the main thing and we yeah. and there's no time more than at the end of this lockdown that people just want to laugh and yeah, that's yeah. the goal yeah yeah are you doing are you doing any online stuff with the gilded balloon i see the gilded balloon are doing some stuff in yeah, august I for did, the fringe yeah i did one for them i mean they were like uh, i think i think that stopped now i don't, can't remember i think they did a few of them and they were I, just think that, I think they're doing something for the fringe aren't they in august they're doing an online <laughs> festival maybe maybe you haven't been invited <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, we're not going to get that nutter on <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I don't, maybe maybe i've seen that wrong but i think karen did did uh, yeah. announce something but um Yes, I wonder how Edinburgh's going to look in a, in a year's time. I wonder what the changes are there. We're all going to be skinned. We won't be able to afford to do it, will well, we? Exactly. It's, going to be, it's either going to be 10,000 comics turning up because they haven't done anything for the last 12 months, or it will literally just be like, uh, like a thousand promoters and no comics because everyone's <laughs> just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit home and do it online and then just save all the money. Yeah, it is a scary time for God's yeah. the whole industry and theatres closing and comedy clubs will be next. I mean, I haven't heard of any comedy clubs closing yet, but um, God, it's just around the corner, isn't it? It's very, very scary if the government don't support us right now. You know, music and theatre and comedy is just, it's just going to disappear in the next six months. You know, well, that, That's the problem. If you don't stand up for one group, and it's quite, it's similar to do with society, similar to do with race, but it's also similar to do with careers work. Yeah, if we don't, uh, people are going, ah, oh, yeah, but it's, it's operas, it's musicals. They're, that's not really anything to do with us, but yeah, and they've all gone, yeah, and then who's next? Then it'll be, then it'll be the uh, theatre shows, then it'll be the spoken word shows, poetry, yeah. then it'll be comedy. 
you've all it's the same thing you've all got to stand up together and that's one job goes it's going to affect everyone's job that's the problem yeah yeah i'm sure there is one art form we can do without i can't think i won't name any art forms particularly <laughs> but uh i'm not sure i can I know, probably think of one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway but yes let's end on an optimistic note that's why that's why i came to you in the first instance that's why i'm coming to you in the last instance there's some optimism for the future isn't it we're gonna we're, we're all gonna come out of this better people aren't we or not we're all gonna come out of this arseholes aren't we I don't hey, know. listen nathan and i don't know if i i probably didn't tell you this at the start definitely didn't because we didn't we didn't know what this new normal was going to be like but mm. let me tell you this, i think i've already seen the change you know people have been going we're not gonna it's not gonna this new normal is not going to be like the old normal. It's going to be a new normal. It's going to be a different time. And I think, great, because the old people forget that it wasn't all sunshine and rose. <laughs> I mean, you're the same as me. We all live in London. We've been here and London is like, you know, a great, one of the best cities in the world. But it's like everywhere you go where I remember people wouldn't even, you know, people just had their own lives going on. No one would even chat to, no one would even look at anyone. No one's fine. Now, even uh, lockdown's been easy. People are much more pleasant people are smiling and i think you know what if that's one result out of this where we actually care about each other and mm. i think brilliant well done look at the positives also we're not going to eat any more bats you know and let's, <laughs> let's let's look at let's look at this as being a win-win situation forget about all the negative stuff forget about the fact that people haven't had any money for the last six months and we've all been eating broken biscuits but apart from that let's just focus on the future and i think yeah i think we are going to all come up much better as a human race that's why we've come to you pat that's the optimism we want so beautiful we have come to the end of the road you're there for all my endings seemingly you were there for the rat pack shows in their original format you were there for that you were there for the edinburgh comedy award being given out yes. in 2013 and here we are for the end of the psychomedy daily dose what should we do oh. can we crowd surf again pat can we yes. Can we Come sing? On, I'm across the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crowd surfing myself. <laughs> you tell you what, we'll be able to crowd surf when we come back to comedy. That that will be banned by the government. You realise that? Exactly. Yeah, you're associated with hugging the audience. Of course, that's gone yeah. now. That's gone forever. Oh no, I'll be I'll be on house arrest as soon as. <laughs> <laughs> To be able to become a police at every gig that I do, like, <laughs> like watch him. If he comes within 1.2 metres of an audience, arrest him. <laughs> right, Patrick, thank you so much uh, for joining me again and closing this whole shebang off. It's a perfect end to a perfect lockdown, talking to about 70 comedians. Thank you so much. Yeah. Lots of love to you and Lily and Norman and the whole yeah. family and the dog and the builders, of course. And the builders, thank you. And to you as well. Thank you, Nathan. God bless you. And God bless Patrick Monaghan. Get him on Twitter at Patrick J Monaghan. So there we go. That was our show for today and our final Daily Dose show. So join us again next Friday. We're going to be doing some best of shows during July before we revert back to our normal shows on Friday, August the 7th. So please listen back on all these 108 shows now, the daily shows and the main shows. 
please give us a five-star review. Psychomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pod People Productions. Check out psychomedy.co.uk. There are mental health tips and more there from our counselling professional partners at ThreadUp who are offering free check-ins at this time. I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. Finally, a huge, massive, incredible thank you from the bottom of my heart to everyone that's appeared during lockdown. Every single episode, I'm not just saying this, every single episode has been fantastic. I know it's helped a lot of you through lockdown and it's really helped me, as I've said before on this podcast. This has really rescued me as well. When live comedy was shut down in March, I was incredibly low and we had this idea to do this show daily and it's really, really rescued me. So thank you. Thank you so much to Mike at Pod People Productions. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all the comedians and everyone that supported the show. So there we go. I'll see you back live in August. But until then, there's some best of shows and some really cool, unseen, unheard content. So go to patreon.com slash Nathan Cassidy if you'd like early sight of that. So for the final time, stay healthy, stay optimistic. We're all going to be back to normal soon. Tune back in for more Psychomedy next Friday. Pod people. They're the centre of attention, they exude confidence, and they own the room on the outside. But on the inside, they're screaming, I don't belong here. Social anxiety syndrome, better known as imposter syndrome, is a real thing, and you'll be amazed at who has been affected by it. I'm Nick Ede host of Impodster Syndrome, the new podcast from Pod People Productions. I'll be looking at this phenomenon and speaking to some of the most successful and talented people in the public eye, such as Patsy Palmer, A.L. Booker, Gail Porter, Camilla Dallarup and Andrea McLean. When I first started doing Loose Women, I turned it down at first because I didn't think I could do it. Why can't we accept our successes? What makes us doubt our achievements? And how do you overcome it? That's Imposter Syndrome with me, Nick Ede, who should totally be hosting a podcast, of course. The new show from Pod People Productions, coming soon to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favourite shows. <laughs>